0: Welcome back to Are You A Fan, where we explore individual characters from your favorite sci-fi, action, and fantasy genres. A big thank you to Moonbound Productions for supporting today's episode. If you would like to express your support, please like and share the show. Here's your host, Dick Rail and Joker. Hi, folks. Welcome to Are You A Fan by Moonbound Productions. If you like the episode, give us a like, follow, and you know what? Maybe share with a friend. So Joker, got a question for you this week and for the audience. If you could pick one ninjutsu from the Naruto verse, what would it be?
1: The thing is, it's really the only one I remember at this point. Because I haven't honestly, I haven't watched the show since you had to wait a week for each episode. <laughs> uh, I, I'd go with the, the clone one.
0: Back in the dark days.
1: <laughs> yeah, back in the, which aren't even that dark anymore. Now that all the streaming services are doing the same thing. It betrayed us. <laughs> So, Shadow Clone? Yeah, because that, that's really the only one I remember at this point. Honestly, like, there's a lot of
0: badass ninjutsus that I would pick from. Because honestly, the sh- uh, Sharigan or Shurigan? The Ai-jutsu is pretty badass. But honestly, though, I think I would go with Shadow Clone because it adds something that's pretty cool in the universe. Yeah. Whatever your Shadow Clone learns, when they disappear, that knowledge gets immediately transferred to
1: you. I'd get so smart so fast. Yeah, you can f- learn so many new things.
0: Exactly, like you can. That that's honestly why in the Narutoverse they're excellent for spying because you can send it in there, have it prick itself, it disappears, bam, you have that knowledge.
1: And to think I was gonna use it for other really stupid means, I can actually use it for something useful. <laughs> You were going to use it to make you
0: food, weren't you?
1: I mean, that, or to mess with friends, or go to work for me. Team multiplayer. Oh, God, yes. You'd play a whole team by
0: yourself. (laughs) Dude. Okay, so that brings us into this week's character, folks. Jiraiya, also known as the Toad Sage, also known in some circles or by the main character as the Pervy Sage. And we will get into why that is at some point.
1: At least briefly.
0: Okay, so let's get into it. Let's go real world first. So, also, as we've done in the past, disclaimer for an apology that we are going to butcher some names.
1: Especially since this is not our language. Yes. Whatsoever.
0: So, Masashi Kishimoto had several different designs for the character of Jiraiya. In one such design, Jiraiya would change into an ugly but powerful form during moments of passion, such as anger or when seeing a beautiful woman. This version of Jiraiya had a a married toad couple riding on his shoulders who would periodically tell jokes. Kishimoto abandoned the idea because it was too complicated but integrated it some aspects of it later on in the series when he enters a mode called sage mode. And we will get into that when we get into the in universe.
1: So It's good to know that he kind of had the idea of this dude being a perv from the beginning. Yeah. Right.
0: (laughs) They're like, ah, we're going to, we're going to make this guy, we're going to make you question why somebody would get training from this dude.
1: (laughs) It definitely works at it. Uh, so, uh Masashi would first uh, conceive Jiraiya's name based on Kabuki. Uh Kabuki
0: being a actual type of um like stage performance in Japanese culture. And that kind of their plays with their masks and everything, that's kinda of where that whole that makes phrase sense. comes from. uh, Kashimoto commented that out of all the master-pupil relationships he's created in the Naruto series, the bond between Naruto and Jiraiya is his favorite. And honestly, as a fan of the show, it is probably one of my favorites as well.
1: That makes sense. So let's get into the in-universe. So in-universe, after he graduated from Kanoa's Ninja Academy... Uh, Jiraiya was teamed with Orochimaru and Tsunade. Um, but they would be teamed under the leadership of Haruzin's Sarabuto? Sarabuti? Oh. I know I'm screwing that Saratobi. up. Saratobi. There we go. Okay. And sad thing is that's still, I'm pretty sure, better than anything say in the next couple of them.
0: Well, let's get into it. So Jiraiya at some point discovered Mount Mayabuko, Mayabuku. The residence of the toads. In the anime, he was brought there when he tried to summon a toad without first having a contract with them. And actually, I remember the episode, he was actually attempting to summon several different animals with no contract. And the combination of it pulling from all the places pulled him in. Okay. Yeah, as he, uh, just, he just puts his hand down as his master's like, no! Nice. <laughs> right? Fukusaki trained Jiraiya in their ways, most prominently Senjutsu. While he was at Mount Mayobuku, the Great Toad Sage made a prediction about Jiraiya. That he would travel the world and during that time meet the child of prophecy, a student who would grow up to either save or destroy the world, depending upon how Jiraiya taught
1: them. No pressure, right? (laughs) I was like, that seems like the worst way to word a prophecy. Because if, like, that's going to put you under so much extra pressure, you're more than likely going to screw that up. Yeah. Like, because you are going to be so worried and nitpicking your own training that you're going to go too far one way. That it's definitely one of those
0: that I remember when that happened. I'm like, you couldn't have worded that any other way, like couldn't give us a hint.
1: Yeah, that that just seemed like a horrible way to do that. Yeah, no. It's a, and Senjutsu is
0: kind of how he achieves um sage mode. It's kind of a Whole jutsu that are balanced around uh, basically pulling the natural energy of the universe in. Instead of using your own chakra, which is normally what the ninjas do.
1: It well, makes sense, you know. Senjutsu, very zen. It kind of fits and sounds similar enough, that that makes sense. I mean,
0: the ultimate way to achieve it is literally s- maintaining such perfect stillness that you could balance on a pinprick.
1: Yeah, I don't want to even to think about doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's a difficult one to do. That's why very few characters in the show actually have the ability. Makes sense. Okay.
1: That's how I'm going to attempt this. Uh, <laughs> at some point, Jiraiya was made a, I'm guessing, a Yonin? Yes,
0: I believe. Uh, or Jonin. Jonin.
1: See, that's what I was going to go with, but that seemed too wrong for. I mean, that granted, that's how they pronounce it in the
0: <laughs> show, in the. Dubbed? Yes, I'm a dub watcher. I'm dyslexic. Back off, people. (laughs)
1: Um. So he would also lead a a Genin team. Genin, not close enough. (laughs) Um. So he'd have a team of his own. He would start to suspect that one of them, uh, Minato Namikaze, might be the child of prophecy because of his natural genius. As such, he would take him under uh, as his disciple and teach him many of his own skills. Yeah, uh, I believe that was... uh, I want
0: to say that that ended up being Naruto's father. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, Jiraiya was also known for being a book writer. Although his first book did not perform well, this led him into writing romantic comedies that became quite popular among readers. That's honestly why... Um, the main character calls him the pervy sage is because he does write these smut novels, one of which one of Naruto's actual teachers is a huge fan
1: of. That's great. To a point where like he
0: even gifted the character the book. He's like, yeah, Jiraiya finished this book and it's not out yet, so I thought you'd like this. And he's like, oh my God, it's amazing.
1: That is awesome. Right?
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: So all the other team under... Haruzin's leadership had disbanded, Jiraiya, Rochimaru, and Tsunade continued fighting together during the Second Shinobi World War.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Now, the uh, yeah the ninja world's always
1: kind of been in conflict. So well, It makes sense. you got to have some kind of conflict to keep it all going. Right. Otherwise, it would be a very boring manga and show. It really would be. So,
0: during one such fight in uh, Amiga... K- Kure, Jiraiya, and uh, Tsunade, and Orochimaru were the only three to survive an encounter with Hanzo, who, uh, for which accomplishment, Hanzo dubbed them uh, Kanoa's legendary Sanin. So, yeah, no, he, uh, this character is actually. Pretty badass character to a point where, like, he literally has a poison sack in his body. So, if you cause physical damage to him, you're you get poisoned. Nice, yeah, it's a gas poison. He even has to wear a mask himself because it can hurt him. But
1: makes sense. So, for them to be the only survivors, it's kind of actually very impressive. That is, Um, after this battle, he would be approached by three war orphans, feeling guilty for his involvement, he would stay. And, like, after them, even teaching them when he realized one possessed the power of Renigan?
0: Yes, the Renigun.
1: Okay. Yeah, no,
0: that was an interesting encounter. Especially because, like, it was him, Orochimaru, and, and Tsunada who encountered them. And really kind of not shockingly, Orochimaru's was like, so, like, like, are we killing them? Like, am I killing these kids? And that's when Jiraiya had to kind of step in and be like, "No, like, like what? No,
1: yeah, let's not go
0: that way." So yeah, no, he took them under their his wing and started teaching them. So he believed this child, uh, Nagato, was the chosen one prophesized. Which, because the Renegon eyes are kind of an ancient lost technique that are considered like almost godlike powers in the. Ninja verse. So for him to encounter this kid, kind of reasonable for him to think
1: like this might be the one. But it's also kind of funny knowing he's already done that with someone. He's just (laughs) kind of picking the next one he thinks might be it. It's kind of kind of of what it feels like. It's exactly how he's been doing it too. It's like oh hey, he didn't really work out.
0: You might be the one this time. (laughs) It really does kind of a real. He he starts doing a real shotgun approach to this prophecy. (laughs) Yeah, he is. Which, I mean, considering how, like, niche the the prophecy, how, like...
1: Open-ended that prophecy
0: was. I mean, at that point, like, just train any kid who comes near you, I assume.
1: Pretty much.
0: (laughs) And just hope they don't go Anakin on you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... So, Nagato decided that it was possible to end the constant bloodshed, and though he didn't know how, that it would someday find the path to peace. Uh, Jiraiya was inspired by his words and started writing what would become The Tale of the Utterly Gutsy Shinobi.
0: Which did not sell well.
1: <laughs> I mean, with a title
0: like that, you know, like... <laughs>
1: uh, that's definitely a title that I probably wouldn't have opened.
0: Yeah, that would have been the title, like, I, I was an edge lord in high school, and even I'm like, Ugh. Ooh, that is, whew, not my, not my alley. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, honestly, if we never go back in the Naruverse, I'll bring it up. This guy actually does end up becoming a villain. <laughs> and that just more Good throwing job. it out there. Cause I feel like, you know, in case we never come back to it. Yeah. This was one of Jiraiya's F-ups. <laughs> nice. So after three years of training the orphans, Jiraiya decided they were ready to forge out on their own. And he returned to to Kanoa. I hate that word, Kanoa, because they never really use it in the show. It's (laughs) called the Leaf Village. But I'm like, ah. Okay. So he would return to Kanoa. He left them all finished copies of the Gutsy shinobi. Dedicated to that uh, to each of the children, and that specifically the one he was trying to train, believing he was the chosen one. News of the orphans' deeds would reach him from time to time, but eventually he would hear they all died. Uh,
1: which as, far, the, as far as he knew, they all died. As far
0: as they know, but honestly, when you see them as adults, you're like, oof, death would have been a probably would have been a mercy.
1: <laughs> probably why he ended up getting the news they died. Yeah. <laughs> so, Minato, selected as Kanoa's Kino- fourth Hokage after Jiraiya refused the position, enjoyed the book. Uh, finding the main character very much like Jiraiya, he decided to name his and Kushina U- Uzumaki. Uzumaki. Yep, Uzumaki. Uh, so, he-, he would name their unborn son Naruto after the main character, hoping that their Naruto would be just as determined as the character and thus its author
0: that uh, yeah I, re- I remember that episode cuz yeah Jiraiya tried to actually convince them not to since that would make him Naruto's godfather but Minato and Kashina insisted this was a good thing which i get it you know like he was he was uh the father's master
1: yeah far, which would be why he's like no i want him to be something related to you
0: exactly like it's one of those like you're basically a father to me like as far as like being my master like Why wouldn't I want you to be his
1: godfather? Right. I mean, Grant, at the same time, knowing you're name, your kid, based off a character in a book, knowing that that is something that we still commonly do, I still feel like that's a bad idea.
0: Also, fun fact, Naruto from... So, the Naruto was named after a book character. The book character was named after a noodle, and that's canon. that is an (laughs) actual noodle. Naruto noodles. And yeah, oh, that is great. He exists in the universe, and it was, he couldn't come up with a name for the character, so he's he was eating noodles one day. He's like, Naruto, yeah, let's go with this.
1: God, that's got to <laughs> suck when you get old enough to realize you're named after noodles, right? essentially. <laughs> By proxy. God, that'd be horrible. <laughs> wow. I'm going to name my kid Fettuccine now. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> it must be Italian. <laughs> Minato,
0: uh, so Minato would actually die during the Ninetales Demon Fox attacking. You know anybody who's seen the show Ninetales, Demon Fox? You know whole whole thing with that, but it escaped its prison, giving his life to seal the Nine Tails into the newborn Naruto. As one of his last acts, Minato sent Jiraiya, Gara, Geritar- Ger- Ger- Tora on whose stomach he wrote the key to Naruto's seal. I guessed that Minato wanted him to help Naruto gain control of the Nine Tails' power, though he couldn't guess what that power would be needed for. Yeah, basically, I believe Garutora is actually one of the toads that he had wrote the seal in
1: okay.
0: and put it in his stomach. Because I remember that guy showing up, and he basically, in his stomach, had the, like, Scroll with the stuff to unlock
1: it. So my question for this demon fox, did it used to be a little small red Vulpix? So
0: funny (laughs) enough, they actually
1: do have a baby version
0: of it in the show.
1: Is it small and red like Vulpix?
0: I mean, a dark
1: orange. So kind of actually more closer to Vulpix. That's that is horrible. (laughs) And I was doing it just out of a really bad joke of nine tails. Nope, they do have a baby version of him that looks almost <laughs> like nine. Well, that makes one. me wonder which one of them stole it from each other.
0: Okay, so <laughs> arguably the nine tails legend. Well, actually, I think they both just stole it from the same source.
1: Probably, because it
0: is the uh, the nine tails legendary fox of Japanese culture.
1: So yeah, they probably jacked it from the same one.
0: Yeah, and they just as they're leave, leaving the library, they just both look at each other like, "We're just gonna." okay <laughs> yep so yeah no, no. <laughs> it's funny that you would ask that because I'm like actually
1: that <laughs> oh, that is horrible alright right. <laughs> although Orochimaru had always been his batter someone that Hiruzen pointed out to be an example for Jiraiya to live up to Jiraiya considered Orochimaru to be one of his closest friends for this reason when Orochimaru eventually defeated the Kanoa uh, Jiraiya pursued him and tried to convince him to return or defected from the Kanoa, which was a whole pretty like effed up
0: arc to find out because the whole reason he defected was they found out he was kidnapping kids in the village to run experiments on them to enhance his jutsu abilities.
1: Yeah, it's a little messed up.
0: So, yeah. So, it's one of those, like, everybody's like, no, we gotta kill the guy. And Drya's like, I mean, like, he used to be a pretty cool guy. Almost like a Thor, like, that's my brother. <laughs> he killed 50 children. He's adopted. Yeah, it sounds exactly like this. <laughs> it's even funnier when you see what Orochimaru looks like and what Drya looks like. Because they almost literally look like stand-ins for Loki and Thor. So I
1: think I remember Jiraiya. Or I'm going to look up this other guy real quick.
0: (laughs) So Orochimaru refused and attacked Jiraiya in order to secure his escape for a time. Jiraiya tried to find a deep meaning on Orochimaru's betrayal. Something that if changed would bring Orochimaru back. He could ultimately come up with nothing. Which when in the show when you see Orochimaru, he has all the telltale traits of either a sociopath or a psychopath. So more one of those like reason and like emotion. We're not going to sway him. That's why he's experimenting on kids to enhance his abilities. He's, he morally doesn't see anything wrong with it. He's like, why wouldn't we want to advance ourselves to the ultimate peak?
1: Cause unfortunately, usually the means to get to the end are not a good means <laughs> and not really a problem for a psychopath. <laughs> exactly. Which is honestly, I think
0: what made him an interesting villain
1: yeah, definitely. So from that point onward, Jiraiya started following Orochimaru's movements as well as those of Akatsuki? The Akatsuki. That's not how that, that is spelled. <laughs> uh, in an organization which Oroch- Orochimaru eventually joined, his investigations often took him away from the village, preventing Jiraiya from becoming the fifth Hokage like Hiruzen wanted him to
0: which like i i feel cuz he's been offered the position of hokage so many times in the show
1: i mean at minimum just in the story right now minimum two times yep cuz i remember
0: uh after the last hokage dies that's how sunade becomes hokage cuz they jiraiya's ends up in town at the time and they're like we need you to become hokage and he's like you know what how about i find my partner
1: i was like but, yeah, how about no that's when he takes in our. Instead.
0: He's like, you know what? I'm gonna take the nine tails got kid with me. We're gonna go find out who's gonna be the Hokage, cause I'm making a lot of money on these books, and I got a lot of spy things to
1: do. Right? Yeah, that definitely sounds a little more accurate.
0: He's also considered one of the best infiltrators, like as far as like all the ninja. Okay. Uh, which, you know, you find out in the show because of the summoning toads thing allow him so many abilities, including being able to ride in the stomach of a little toad.
1: That is uh, kind of interesting,
0: right? It's freaky when you see it happen on the show. It's just this toad opens his mouth and an arm comes out and eventually a body.
1: Alrighty then. All <laughs> right. Hey, good to know. Okay.
0: <laughs> God damn it. I Okay, so let's, um, honestly, we're going to end it here with Dry because trying to get any further into his story, we start going into a lot of other characters and archetype stories like the um, Akatsuki. To go more into this, we literally would just be telling the Akatsuki sco- story and not Jiraiya's. Mostly because in canon, there's not a lot as far as what he was actually doing while spying. that and at this point um yeah no a lot of the other characters continue his story this is kind of uh his whole arc all right so uh amazing character very interesting the reason naruto calls him pervy sage is because of the books and he also comes spying on on a lady one time and he's just like what the what are you doing
1: <laughs> yeah that tracks
0: He's like, I'm gaining inspiration for my novels, which, you know, it's like, that's a, that's a tired excuse for your illegal activities.
1: That's a really horrible excuse. Even if it was new,
0: that was not a good, good reason. Right. So let's get into some powers and abilities. So powers, uh, mostly ninjutsu is his primary power, which in the Naruto verse just allows for a lot of effery. <laughs> like he's able to use his hair to turn into spikes or use it as a shield, and that he's able to use it to do the shadow clone thing, even, which nice. is not his primary method, but you know, he's used it on occasion. Makes sense. <clears throat> Senjutsu, uh, this is also uh, the sage mode thing. It basically, by pulling the energy of the universe, it enhances his abilities almost tenfold. Nice. And that which makes him a very devastating person when he goes into it. Just doesn't like to because, as we read earlier on, it actually does make him look, like, ugly. Like, it gives oh, him yeah. warts
1: and stuff. I do remember seeing, like, pictures of that. And, like, yeah, no, I wouldn't be wanting to do that either. Yep. Like, he looks like a giant frog.
0: Yeah, basically. That's <laughs> why he kind of avoids it. He's like, it makes the... He's like, ah, the ladies don't like that look. So, <laughs> his whole thing is about trying to get women, so... And then we have his summoning jutsu. Which uh, he mostly uses to summon frogs and toads from that plane of existence which that's his primary technique is summoning them and kind of using them to help him fight makes sense which you know there's some badass toads that you can bring out there's a uh, sword wielding ones there's even one with a giant basically mace and then he also uses them to help him infiltrate because he can hide in their stomachs and hey what better way to do it yeah so this is a pretty pretty awesome character honestly in my opinion uh joker what do you think?
1: You a fan? And for what little I remember of it, yes, it is definitely, as we've gone through this episode, it is make me want to go through the giant tread of 200-something episodes of Naruto. 500.
0: Uh,
1: no, nope, only 200. Oh, what? What? For the actual original Naruto. Oh, yeah. I just looked it up, trying to make sure that all, <laughs> all the seasons were on whatever platform. <laughs> so, yeah, no, the original series is only 220. That's still yeah, hence why I haven't seen it since it originally came out. I, I've been dreading wanting to restart that. Honestly, I
0: did. I re—I actually skipped the Naruto show. I went into just Naruto Shippuden to try to rewatch it, and oh my god, it's so long. Yeah, good show though. And honestly, I mostly started rewatching it because I wanted to get to Jiraiya's like arc. Makes sense. I mean, he's a badass character I, He's the role model Naruto Closest thing he has to a father And honestly, that's probably my Achilles heel, though Is father characters Yeah So <laughs> I'm a fan For anyone that's still listening If you got something out of this Enjoyed the episode Or even liked the character before from a movie a Comic, cartoon Hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time You're a fan, too you want to jump on this train why not subscribe and share with a friend dick rail out y'all keep riding them rails